Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 58 of the World of Sports podcast. I am your host, Diego Sandoval, and joined with me, as always, is my co-host, Logan Ring. Logan, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? We've got a phenomenal episode for you. Uh, we've got our NFL Week 8 picks. Um, uh, NBA, we're going to be talking about the rookies this year. Uh, it's only been, you know, two weeks, but just what we've seen from the rookies um, so far. And then we're going to close it out with the biggest thing going on in sports right now, and that is the MLB World Series, the Houston Astros taking on the Atlanta Braves. Uh, before we get right into it, go ahead and follow us on all of our social medias. Head over to Instagram at TWOS Podcast. Link in the bio should t- take you to all the links you will need to follow us. Let's jump right into it with our NFL Week 8 picks. Um, pretty full slate of games. The only two teams on a buy this week are the Baltimore Ravens and the Las Vegas Raiders. Um Started off Thursday night football. We both didn't do well. We both picked the Cardinals to beat the Packers. Looked like it was going to happen until AJ Green decided not to play the second half. Such of a choke. One play. I don't think we'll ever understand actually what he was thinking. I'm sure maybe he thought it was a different play, but just to not even look and see if it is a different play. Um, definitely not a veteran move from a veteran. Um, and then the Packers were were like first and two inches from the end zone and then decided to not score at all. So that yeah, was cool. The, the, the Packers also did a really good job stopping Kyler Murray. Uh, Kyler did not have a good game and he might be injured. So keep an eye on that. That would suck. He's one of the MVP favorites. At least he was before last night. Um, but yeah, Packers took down the Cardinals. There is now no more undefeated teams in the NFL. 1972 Dolphins can clink their champagne this year. Um, moving on, do you know about that? Where they never lost. They, they're the la- they're the only undefeated team ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like and then to win the Super Bowl, so right? Every, every year that there's not an undefeated team, they have a bottle of champagne together. Oh, I did not know that part. Bun- bunch of old dudes. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on to the Sunday games. Uh, we have the Carolina Panthers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Um, the Falcons somehow have like multiple wins and they've, <laughs> they've looked bad like in each of them, I feel like, but they're kind of winning. And then the Panthers just have crumbled since their three and O start. Really? Sam Darnold has not looked good. Um, but I, I think it's going to come down to which defense can perform better. And I think the Panthers have a much better defense. So I'm going to go with the Panthers in this one. We already got a difference now. I got the Falcons in this one. Um, For me, I watched the Panthers last week for at least a little bit. And I just, it was so terrible. They played the Giants and lost. They scored three points total. Um, I don't think that's the team they are, but maybe it was an off week. I mean, it has to be if they played that bad. But I just don't want to pick them again if they played that poorly. So, uh (laughs) Yeah, not a, not a game that I expect to be very fun, but there's one difference already. Love it. Moving on to the Tennessee Titans taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Now the Titans, after a, you know, kind of to many people disappointing start to the season, they've picked it up. Like they lost to the 
They they lost to the Cardinals in week one, which a lot of people were like, what the heck? That's not supposed to happen. But then we realized that, okay, the Cardinals are really good this year. Right. So I feel like that's a that's a justified loss. Then they lost to the Jets for whatever reason. <laughs> um, but And then since then, blew out the Jaguars, beat the Bills, and then absolutely manhandled the Chiefs. Um, so this Titans team is coming on. Uh, something to note, though, they are missing their wide receivers yet again this week. So Derrick Henry, have a day. Uh, and I think he's going to have a day. So I've got the Titans in this one. The Colts haven't looked bad, though. The Colts have looked better. Yeah. I mean, I agree with everything you said. Like, Derrick Henry, I think, can be a wide receiver, sort of. So, I mean, he can just do whatever whatever they need. Um, but, yeah, they've looked so good, and they absolutely destroyed the Chiefs, who are so disappointing. But, hey, I mean, like, they, they just played so well against them, and they have been playing really well, so... Yeah, I, I got to pick the Titans in this one. Moving on to the Buffalo Bills take on the Miami Dolphins. Who you got in this <laughs> barn burner of a game? I think you'd be kind of insane to pick the Dolphins in this. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got the Bills. I, I'm not going to predict another one where they score 30 or they win by 30 plus. But if I had to, it would probably be this one. Um, I just don't think it's going to be very close. Yeah, same. That's a That's a pretty... Pretty easy pick there. Uh, Moving on, we have the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the New York Jets. The Bengals have looked very, very good this year. That defense has been really good. Like, a lot of people are just talking about Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. That defense has stepped up and played really well this year. Uh, And the Jets are the Jets. I'm not going to bet on the Jets. So I got the Bengals. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Their defense has been great. And then Joe Burrow and... Jamar Chase has been amazing. So, I mean, the last game that I saw was like the first game I actually watched the full Bengals game, or at least a big chunk of it. And they're like a fun team. Like, I didn't yeah. realize how exciting it was to watch them. And they, Joe Burrow is not a rookie anymore, but he still hasn't even played a full season. So, I mean, for him to be this good already, it's pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, they got a pretty good future. Yeah, they dominated the Ravens. Like 41 17, that game was like, got out of hand. Uh, to the point where Lamar got pulled. So that team is legit, I think. Winning a game against the Ravens, that's that's the real deal. They are, I want to say, first place in the AFC right now. Them and the Raiders are both 5-2. and two. Um, But Bengals look good. And they have um, a top five defense now. I just saw it got ranked there. So it's impressive. Moving on to an AFC North matchup. We've got the Cleveland Browns taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, this would have been a question mark game had injury news not come out, but it's looking like Nick Chubb and Baker Mayfield are going to play, and Big Ben is not a good quarterback. That offense is just hasn't been good this year. I've got the Browns in this one, although I am interested to see what Baker Mayfield looks like because he has just is just going to play with some torn ligaments. So we'll right. see. Yeah, that's kind of my thinking, too. I do think the Browns are going to win this one. Um, but it is a little scary seeing Baker. He, like, re-injured himself. Like, like, that's not an injury that will just go away if you keep playing. So he's going to be playing with that the entire season, which is kind of scary. And it's also something that you can injure pretty easily. He fell on it the last game, and um, or two games ago or whatever. And then he, like, 
was out for the next week. So if that happens again, I, I wouldn't really be surprised if they held him out for longer. So it's a little bit scary, but Nick Chubb is coming back. If he's actually healthy and Baker's at least mostly healthy, I think that they should win this game. Moving on, we have the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Detroit Lions uh, last week. Eagles pretty much got dominated by the Raiders. Um, and then the Lions played a good game against the Rams. Um, really surprised me, really surprised a lot of people. Who do you got in this one? Yeah, I got the Eagles in this one again. But yeah, I feel like the the Lions not having a win doesn't really tell the full story because they've been in a bunch of these games, not a bunch, but at least like almost half of them have been pretty close. Um, and they could have won like two or three games if one thing went their way. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think this is just a given that the Lions are going to lose every week, but I do think the Eagles are a slightly better team. Um, I also saw that the the two teams that don't have a win in both the NBA and the NFL are both Detroit teams. So I'm sorry, Detroit. Detroit. That sucks, but <laughs> I'm still picking the Eagles. Detroit really doesn't have anything. The Tigers have a promising <laughs> <know>. future, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Um, I have the Lions in this one. I think this is the week the Lions do it. The Eagles, Jalen Hurts, I haven't been impressed with this year. He puts up stats, but just he, if you watch him, I watched the whole Raider Eagle game last week. He's just not very good. <laughs> um, and the Lions have looked like a scrappy team. Like you said, feel like having zero wins. It doesn't do their season justice. So I think they get it done this week. Now, moving on to my lock of the week, uh, we have the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Houston Texans. This game won't be close, and the Rams will win it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I don't really have much to add. I think this could be another blowout. It's pretty easy. Uh, Moving on to an interesting game this week. Two teams that I feel like are lacking in identity at this point. And that is the San Francisco 49ers against the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields has struggled, but you also have to take into account, you know, you're not going to do, you're not going to live up to expectations your first year. It hardly ever happens with rookie quarterbacks. He's not in a good system. Matt Nagy isn't a good coach. He got like mauled by the Buccaneers last week. It wasn't good. Uh, and then the 49ers, I just don't know. I feel like it's time to move on, give the starting job to Trey Lance. It's going to be Jimmy for another week, but I don't know. These two teams are just weird. Who do you have in this one? Um, This was a tough one. I got the Bears. Um, to me, it's just like, I don't know. They've consistently been like putting up like 20 points and their defense has been okay. And for the 49ers, I just don't even know. It just seems like, They've always been losing by like 10 every game. And I've been, I picked them a couple times just because I feel like they always make it close, but it just seems like that hasn't been happening. And the Bears offense has been really disappointing or not disappointing, but just straight up bad. Like I didn't expect them to be great, um, but their defense is there. And yeah, for Fields, I don't know. I, I feel really bad for him because he's just like, he's not even getting a chance to really show what he can do, which is the tough part because I feel like he does have a lot in him and he's just not being put into the right situation. Um, but I'm still going with the Bears. Yeah, it's 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 a tough matchup. I have the 49ers. I just think 
Matt Nagy isn't good. He has COVID, by the way. I don't know if he's going to be able to coach this week, which might actually be beneficial <laughs> to them. But the Bears have just been way too inconsistent. Like, they'll score three points, and then they'll score 20, but then they'll go back and score six. I don't know. I, I just don't really believe in this Bears team under Matt Nagy. It's got nothing to do with Justin Fields. I've been a Justin Fields believer. Um, I just think that the Niners win this one. Moving on to another game that I feel like we're going to have the same pick, and that is the Los Angeles Chargers taking on the New England Patriots. Chargers, very impressive so far this year. They're coming off a bye week. And the Patriots, Mac Jones has been good. Mac Jones has been a good quarterback for them in this transition year that they're having. I mean, they they put up like 50 points last week. It was against yeah, the Jets. 54 but, to the Jets. Yeah. Um, but I've got the Chargers in this one. Yeah, me too. Um, Chargers have just been really impressive against some teams, and then other teams they look okay, but it's just they have something in them that's like really exciting. I really like this team a lot. Um, against like really good competition is kind of when you know the like best comes out, but I mean, I still feel like they're going to be better than the Patriots anyway. And the Patriots, I mean, that was a really impressive win last week. I don't care if it's against the Jets, if you put up 54 points, that's really good against the NFL team. Um, it was against the Jets, so I'm not going to go crazy about it, but um, yeah, I mean, I think this one could be fun though. The Patriots have played good opponents very well, they beat the Bucks night there, they lost to the Bucks 1917. They lost to the Cowboys in overtime. So it could, I mean, Bill Belichick always makes it a good game, I feel like. So I think it'll be good, but we both have the Chargers. Moving on to a game that kind of, I was not sure where to go with it. Uh, The Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Since Russell Wilson has been injured, the Seahawks have looked like a bad football team. (laughs) They just haven't looked good at all. They haven't been able to get really anything going. Uh, we know their defense isn't good, but I feel like nobody actually knew how big of an impact Russell Wilson has on this team and how much he just holds it all together. Because with right. Geno Smith under center, that is a bottom five team in the league. Like, it's not pretty. That being said, the Jaguars are also not good. <laughs> but I think coming off of a bye week, Seahawks are still banged up. I am going to go with Trevor Lawrence getting the W. Yeah, I kind of have the same reasoning. It's just the Seahawks without their quarterback is just not a good football team. Um, And it is really impressive, like what Russell Wilson has been able to do with this team, considering when he's out, then they're that much worse. And I feel like people don't give him the credit that he deserves for that. Um, But it doesn't change the fact that the Seahawks are a gross team without him. Um, So, yeah, I'm going with the Jaguars, even though it's, it's weird to pick them to win against anyone right now. Yeah. Uh, Moving on a game that I don't think we need to talk too much about. Uh, I have the Buccaneers beating the New Orleans Saints, unless you have a big. Yeah, I got the Bucs too, but I mean, hey, I mean, the Saints, sometimes they've been very inconsistently (laughs) very good. So they're they're the only team to beat the Packers this year. (laughs) Um, Moving on, Washington football team taking on the Denver Broncos. Broncos have a similar situation to the Panthers. Haven't looked good since three and a start. Um, I've got the football team in this one, even though they haven't necessarily looked too good either. Yeah. Um, I watched the whole Broncos Browns game last week and the Broncos were just absolutely terrible. They couldn't um, beat a like it, Browns team that was missing 
70 yeah. percent of their starters <laughs> it, it was like all of the big names on the browns were out at least offensively and it didn't matter um so that was just really well i mean i was excited about that but it was really disappointing to see them be that bad and i don't think i can pick them right now and the washington football team has not been impressive to me but i still feel like i got a little more hope with them than the broncos moving on to the sunday night football game i think this will be a shootout uh the dallas cowboys take on the minnesota vikings big question mark dak prescott is questionable to go Uh, I don't want to like make that impact my my pick because I think if Dak plays, the Cowboys win. But if Dak doesn't, I obviously give the edge to the Vikings. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys and hope that Dak plays. Yeah, I kind of got the same reasoning. I'm not going to change my pick for a question mark if someone's healthy. So Cowboys have been pretty good. Vikings have been a little up and down, but I just feel like the consistency is going to be there for the Cowboys as long as he plays. Moving on to the Monday night football game, the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the New York Giants. Give me your thoughts on this one. This should not be like, <laughs> you shouldn't have to think about this at all. And I mean, I'm still picking the Chiefs, but like they keep losing and uh, yeah. it's it's kind of scary, like honestly. So I'm still going with the Chiefs. The Giants are not good, but like this is a team that you have to beat. So maybe the Chiefs come out and they can actually get a win and like, find something with that who knows but they've been really bad I mean you really look at the Chiefs schedule and they need to win this week because next up would be the Packers they're probably headlining the NFC right now and the Raiders who all who play them tough and have looked good this year then the Cowboys like that that you you have to win this game this week or right. else you're in danger of falling to three and seven three and six like that's that's dangerous if you're the Chiefs um it's crazy I hate I'm picking the Chiefs this week but I hate to say it because I feel like he's just gonna prove me wrong which whatever the NFL may have figured out Patrick Mahomes he 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 has this when I've watched him this year it's almost like all this trickery and all this stuff that he's been so good at the past couple years is just not working anymore like teams aren't full, fooled by him. He's he, he can't throw the no look pass. He can't throw a pass all the way across the field anymore because teams just can stop it. And get it? He's young. Like he's not. I'm not saying he's going to fall off the face face of the planet and be a bad quarterback. But I just feel like he's going to have to change the way he plays a little bit to kind of I don't know push this season in the right direction for the Chiefs. Yeah. And I mean, he's talented enough to do that, but right. Yeah. This year he hasn't been able to figure it out at all. So we'll see. Moving on to our bold predictions. Uh, The offensive rookie of the year, Jamar chase. I have him continuing his hot streak with 150 yards and a touchdown against the jets. Um, I just think another big week from Jamar. They've got that connection and he's looked really good this year. Yeah. I like that. I got a very similar one. Um, Mine I'm going with, a little bit of a homer pick, but Nick Chubb is coming back. Uh, I feel like this is, you know, they're going against a tough Steelers team. So I feel like this is pretty bold, but 150 yards and a touchdown for him too. Uh, if Baker is not feeling great, if his shoulder or whatever is acting up, I feel like they're going to run the ball a lot more. And I mean, they usually do anyways. So I feel like this is, you know, something Nick Chubb can do and he's coming back from injury. So I'm predicting a pretty big game for him, but Kareem Hunt is still going to be out. So they're going to be just feeding him. Uh, 
and uh, hopefully he's got a big game. Yeah, I'm. I think I, I don't know. We'll see if he's on like a snap count or something. I don't really know how healed he is, especially with how well Dearness Johnston played last last week. It's true. They could try to split that a little bit, but. I mean, it's Nick Chubb. They're going to give him the ball when he's on the field. So right. I like it. Uh, moving on to another running back prediction. I have King Derrick Henry getting his first 200-yard rush rushing game of wow. the season. You can't predict this for anybody else because you, people would think you were literally insane. But with Derrick <laughs> Henry, you can because he's shown that he can do that multiple times in a season. So – he seems to stomp on AFC South opponents. Titans are going to feed him just because they don't have all their weapons on Sunday. So Derrick Henry, two hundo. Yep, it's the right week for that. Um, my next one, uh, it's the Bengals-Jets game again. Uh, for mine, it's the Bengals holding the Jets to single digits in this one. I've been really impressed with their defense. Obviously, the Jets are bad, but the Bengals have just been really good. Uh, and I think this defense is legit. I don't think that this is just some sort of like fluke that they've been able to do. Like they've really held opponents to a low score for a bunch of weeks. So I feel like, you know, this is going to be a test for them for, I mean, how much they can beat an opponent, I guess. If you're going against the jets, I mean, why, why not just try to stomp on someone? Um, they're not good. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Well, all right. Uh, that's all we got for the NFL this week. Uh, we had like four differences, so that's you're gonna get your good. shot. Uh, actually, let's update the listeners. Um, it's more than our I, one difference from last week. I have it right here in week seven. Yours truly went eight and five. Um, and Logan, you went nine and four, so you gained a game. Uh, after last week, I was at 77 and 30, now 77 and 31. Um, and now you are 75 and 33. So to your two, your two games back, um, you have a chance to jump me. That These are good. I'm going to keep saying it, but these are good. So <laughs> I don't care if I'm, if I'm losing to you. I'm just impressed <laughs> with the overall. All right, moving on. NBA season is gear ramping up. We're, we're pretty much, what is it, week two, week two and a half-ish? Um, Ish. Let, 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 let's check out, let's check in on the rookies is what we're going to do. Um, let's, let's go through the, the, the draft order, say Cade Cunningham okay. has not played a game yet. He is going to play tomorrow. So good news for Detroit. Exciting. Um, you, you have a reason to watch your team again. Um, I, I I'm, I'm, in, I'm excited to watch him play. See, see how his game translates to the NBA. Moving on. Jalen green was picked number two by the Houston Rockets. He has not performed to the number two pick standards. I think we can agree on that. But I think we can also agree that his game is basically shoot until you're in a you're yeah. you're in a role. And it's I feel like it's only a matter of time until he gets into a role. Yeah, this is like I it's not impressive that I predicted this would happen at the start of the season because a bunch of people did, but he was gonna chuck up a bunch of shots and he's probably gonna be inefficient to start. That's what a lot of rookies who are scorers do. He's shooting, what, 34% from the field, almost 35, and then 32% from three. Um, It's not good, but, I mean, he's shown flashes, and that's all you can really ask for. He put up one 30-point game on, like, really efficient shooting, and then the rest he's put up, like, nine and ten on, like, really bad. 
Um, so he'll get there. I mean, this is very expected. There's no reason to worry about him. He's shown everything that you want to see. Um, it's just, you know, it's, he's a rookie, so this is going to happen. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, the guy that I wanted to talk about because, you know, I'm a Cavs fan. Um, also, before, before we move on, Jalen Green, the Rockets have proven that they're not going to be a good team. So he's, he's, he's going to get all of the looks because they're looking towards their future. They're going to build around him. So they're going to, they're going to want to kind of not fast track his improvement, but they, they're going to give him all the opportunity he needs basically. Right. Yeah. They could put John wall in the game and they could probably be a better team, but like, there's no way they would want to do that. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it's, it's not, you you shouldn't be worried at all if he's chucking up 20 shots and only making five. Um, But yeah, Evan Mobley, um, he has, I don't know if people would consider him the best rookie so far, but in my opinion, he's been the best defensive rookie so far. Uh, And that's kind of what I was so excited about was his potential on that end. Uh, The Cavs lineup has been uh, Darius Garland. Yeah, what are they running? I was going to ask. Those are are our guards. So both 6-1. Like, I'm pretty sure that's the smallest backcourt in the league. Um, and then by far, we have the tallest front court in the league. We have seven foot Lowry Markin in at small forward, seven foot Evan Mobley at power forward, and then like seven one Jared Allen at center. And it's working. It's really weird, but it's working. Um, and Evan Mobley's kind of shown his versatility so far. He, he's been able to like switch on to guards and like he switched on a Trey Young like three or four times and played really well against him. And that's not something that a rookie should be able to do when they're seven feet tall. Um, he's blocking a lot of shots. I think he has the most contests in the league. Uh, it's just really exciting to see that. And offensively, I mean, I'll just look at the numbers. He's putting up 14 points, uh, almost nine rebounds and two assists. Uh, and, the, and the advanced numbers really like him too. So if you're watching the Cavs games, which I'm sure not a lot of people are, but if you are, then it's been really exciting. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really happy with how that's been going because he's kind of been He's been coming along faster than I thought he would, which is nice. Yeah, I I would consider him the most impressive rookie so far because coming into the league, I would say everyone expected him to play well defensively. And because that's just that was what his calling card coming in was this guy's going to be good at defense right away. Nobody really expected him to start producing efficiently and effectively offensively this early, which he's been able to do, be it. Albeit, you know, for all these guys, really small sample size. Yeah. But just so far, he's done what was expected of him and then also done more than people expected, which is kind of like, oh, if you're the Cavs, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, go already. (laughs) Like, no, yeah. Not many people were expecting this from him this early, which is, yeah, great to see. Plus, I mean, he's being put in a really weird position too. So it's Mm -hmm. impressive that he's being able to do that. Uh, moving on, the number four pick, Scotty Barnes. He he's looked good for the for the Raptors. He was a very popular rookie of the year pick uh, after the summer league. He he just the way he plays. I think a lot of people really like it. Um, and he's looked good. I mean, he's averaging seventeen points, which is highest among rookies. Or Chris Duarte. Never mind. Um, Scotty Barnes has looked good this year. Yeah, he's the guy who was jumping up in like every draft um, prediction. He was going like 10th, like a month before the draft. And then he just kept jumping up and then the Raptors picked him. And like a lot of people were excited about that, but everybody was like, Oh wow. I, it's kind of unexpected, but he's played really well. 
Um, and it's been weird because people thought like, oh, he's like a Draymond Green type, um, which maybe he will be, but he's shown a lot more of his scoring recently. Um, in the like in the preseason, he was passing a bunch, um, getting assists, numbers like that. Um, defensively, he's been good. Um, as you're a rookie, so you shouldn't be put to a standard of like, oh, you should be a great defender. But yeah, I mean, he's he's slid into that role in the Raptors where it's kind of like a scoring uh, forward along with OG and Anobi, and it, they look really well, really good together. Um, his shooting has been kind of eh, but other than that, I mean, he's been great. So I'd be excited if I was a Raptors fan. Yeah. Um, Jalen Suggs at the five pick. Uh, this is, I guess we'll, we'll stop here in terms of just listing guys and then just talk about who you want to talk about. But Jalen Suggs has not been good. He's shooting was is it 28% from the field? Yeah. Like that, that's no good. Now we knew he wasn't going to be like a shooter necessarily. He's a lot more of a facilitator type of guy, but to be this inefficient, that's, that's not very good. If you're Jalen Suggs. Yeah. A lot of people were really excited for him. And I think that he can figure it out. It's just way too small of a sample size to give up on someone. Right. Um, but it is a little bit concerning, honestly. Like, if you're shooting that inefficiently for five games, then, yeah, it's a little scary. I think he'll figure it out more. But, I mean, I don't know. The passing hasn't been great. Um, he's turned the ball over. His inefficiency is the worst part. But he's been given the most opportunity for a rookie who hasn't performed really at all. Um, so, yeah, that's a little – you can worry a little bit about that. Um, it's just a little too early to, like, really hit a panic button. Um, but, yeah, it's – he hasn't even been the best rookie on the magic. So that's a little troubling. Yeah. Um, are there any other rookies you would like to talk about? Josh Giddy has been a solid all around player for the thunder. Um, putting up 11, six and five. That's, that's pretty good for a rookie on a really young team. Is there anyone else you wanted to highlight? Yeah. Just, just a couple quick ones. Chris to wait, what is it? Chris Duarte. Um, a lot of people didn't know his name, including me, before the draft. Um, but he's on the Pacers, and he's been a really good shooter. He's been the top scorer so far, 18.6 points a game, um, shooting 42% from three. Um, I expect those numbers to go down a little bit. And, you know, they have guys like TJ Warren who are still going to come back eventually, so it's probably going to get lowered. But, I mean, he's making the most out of his opportunity, and it's pretty good. Even if he is like a six-man or something, this is pretty impressive, and they got him at the 13th pick. I don't know what is up with the 13th pick, but it seems like a lot of good players come from that. Um, so, yeah, maybe a steal of the draft. I don't know, but he's been impressive so far. Um, the next guy, uh, Davion Mitchell, I think a lot of people when the, the Kings picked him thought, like, why, why would they do this? Like, he's a very small guard, and they already are very, very heavy with their guards and their lineup. Like, they don't need another one. Um, and I still think that's true, but – his defense so far has been so great. Like he, I think his, his uh, nickname is the off day. Cause like nice. the person that he goes, guards has that an off goes day. Hard. Um, off night, that goes off night, off hard. night. Right. Um, which yeah, it's pretty cool, but <laughs> he's just been so good defensively. He's played guys like Steph Curry and actually like made them work pretty hard. Um, and it's impressive if you're a rookie and able to do that. His shooting hasn't been great so far, but like, it's kind of expected. Um, but for the Kings, I mean, wh where did they pick him? Picked him ninth. I mean, I think he was probably a pretty good pick at that point. So, yeah, that's impressive. Um, but, yeah, if you have anybody else to do. I don't think so. 
Uh, yeah, I think we're good. Jonathan Kaminga hasn't played a game yet for the Warriors. He's still hurt. So mm-hmm. that's another lottery guy that we still haven't gotten to see. Um, but yeah, those are, those are our takes on the rookie so far. Again, small sample size guys could improve guys could get worse, but we'll see. Um, moving on to our final segment, the MLB world series. Go Braves, baby. Vamos bravos. Uh, what happened since we last talked, I guess the Dodgers. Yeah. These two teams made the world series. Um, I mean, they both earned it. I feel like they were both the better teams in that series. So congrats to them. But this series so far has been an interesting one. Again, there's only been two games, but it, game one was six to two Braves and game two was seven to two Astros and neither game was really close at any point. So it's really tough to predict how this series is going to go. Uh, the Braves haven't lost at home yet in the playoffs. So we'll see that the, the series had they start in Atlanta tonight for three games. So that'll be interesting to see if they can keep that hot streak up. I this Braves team has really impressed me. And I think they have this aura around them where it's just like they almost have to win it at this point. Well, 95% of the world wants the yeah. Braves to win in this. Everybody who doesn't live in Houston wants the Braves to win this. Um, and I they they know that. Everybody knows that. Um, so yeah, it's kind of America's team right now, and they've been really good. A lot of the um trade line acquisitions like Eddie Rosario, who the, the the Guardians traded for no one, for Pablo Sandoval, who had like two plate appearances. He's been like one of their best players. Um, and the whole team has been stepping up. It's not like it's just like a couple players. Uh, the offense has been fantastic. The pitching has been there. It's kind of been on and off for a couple of games, but when it's on, it's really, really good. Um, but yeah, their offense is what's, is what's um, been the most impressive for me. Um, but on the Astros side of things, I mean, this team is really good. Like everybody hates on them, but their offense is insane. And if I had to bet on this, even though it's not the team that I would want to win, I would probably pick the Astros just because I feel like the talent is more there. Um, but I mean, I'm going for the Braves for sure. Yeah. Over on the Braves, if you look back to when was it, when did Acuna got hurt? July 14th around then and basically we both said on this podcast all right Braves probably don't blow it up but I don't see them going out and getting any guys of of note because they were 500 at the time and we both pretty much agreed and said I think the Braves should just ride this season out and so the Braves they went out and traded for Eddie Rosario Jock Peterson Adam Duvall, and Jorge Soler. Those four guys have been their best offensive players in this playoff run. Jorge Soler has been hurt, or he's had COVID, I think. But he the like first at-bat of the World Series, he hit a bomb. So those four guys and those trade, line, trade deadline acquisitions have obviously proved, you know, proved that they knew what they were doing and they weren't going to give up just because they lost one guy. But then, you, you know, like you said, you look over at the Astros and they're probably the best, if not, if not one of the best, or they're one of the best, if not the best offensive teams in the league. Like they, they just hit. So, yeah. 
I think it's a great matchup. Obviously, a, a lot more people, like, I feel like Dodgers Astros would have had more storylines, but I really like the way these two teams match up. It's almost just like offense versus offense. So I'm excited. Braves in seven, baby. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the three games um, where Braves are at home, I feel like it's going to be 3-2. Whichever way it is, it's probably going to be that. Um, so it's going to be a close series. I mean, I'm excited just because if we get a game seven, then that's always the most fun. I mean, that's what everybody wants. But yeah, it's it's a really close matchup. And I don't think people thought that the Braves would be on the Astros level at all, but they are. Um, so it's fun. Um, I have not been able to watch either of the games so far, so I'm excited to watch the first one today. Um, but yeah, it's it's been fun. It has been fun. And so has this episode. Um, and it is coming to a close, unfortunately, but we had fun. Uh, we it's talked about, we gave our, thank you very much. We gave our NFL week eight picks, talked a little bit about the NBA's rookies so far and how we think they performed, underperformed or overperformed. Um, and then we talked a little bit about the MLB World Series. It is tied 1-1 right now. Game three is tonight, Friday, October 29th at 5, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Um, but yeah, if you've listened or watched this far, uh, thank you so much. We love you. And go ahead and comment who you got winning this World Series and in how many games. Again, thank you so much. This has been the World of Sports podcast. And for my co-host, Logan Ring, my name is Diego Sandoval, signing off. Signing off.